This episode of Landmine Radio is sponsored by Dittman Research. Do you know what the most valuable thing in the world is? High-quality information. Because high-quality information informs much better decision-making. Dittman Research has been providing high-quality information to Alaska's leading businesses, organizations, and campaigns for 50 years. Do you really know what Alaskans think about your company or your issue? How about your clients, your shareholders, or your employees? So stop fumbling around in the dark. Hire Dittman Research and find out what's really going on. DittmanResearch.com Hey, folks, we're back. This is uh, our third attempt at a start because these two clowns keep messing with me. Hello, folks. Can, can we start over? No, we're not starting over again. <laughs> we're, I'm here with my buddy Paxson Welber and Kale Green, team fucking landmine. Yep. We've been trying, I've been trying to organize this podcast for some time. Now we're here. Now we're here. Mm-hmm. This is the exciting moment. How you guys doing? Good. How are you? Trying to make it, <laughs> trying to make it very awkward. Oh, Paxton's totally succeeding though. Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying my white claw. I've I've white clawed us because that's what we do here at a Landmine Radio. I just I like how there was a lack of water, but an abundance of like white claw. Well, yeah, there, there was water in a jug for the plants here at the studio, but didn't you guys no see the shortage of white claws? It's it's everywhere. <laughs> Does, it's a, it's but that's globe. not it's affecting a, Landmine Studios. No, because I bought a bunch. That's what I'm saying. So it's not hitting here. Not yet, but the you're, price could be affected. You're kind of recession-proof over here for White like, Claws. Is White Claw strong, strong against the dollar at the moment? I think it's a good so, investment. Okay. I would go with White Claw. Good. All right, so what I want to talk about here is the landmine, how how it became a thing, but then I want to go back. We're going to go back about four years. In fact, I just got a memory, Kale. Of, memory? Um, remember when we had a little tea party at my house? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a while ago. It was four years ago. Yeah, you had a Russian tea set. I did. We we were having a campaign meeting. 2015. Let's go back. So I'm running for Senate. I ran in 2012, lost, was close. Wanted to run again in 2016 uh, for the same seat. You were running against Lisa McGuire. I was, but it wasn't. She hadn't filed yet. Totally, but she did at some point. And we'll talk about that in a second because you had this clairvoyant, you called it actually. Uh, so anyways, I was looking for someone to help with the campaign, to run the campaign. And I talked to a few people and one basically told me, fuck off no way and then the other one was busy and then i kept asking around and i heard about this guy kale green because you had worked on amy Dombosky's mayoral campaign i was the uh, campaign manager up until what was that april 7th so she think? she she had got to the runoff at that point yeah it was her and uh Berkowitz. no march no sorry march 24th that's when i left the Dombosky campaign but basically all the groundwork that we had done um, she was she was on a pretty good upward trajectory at that point. So you done that, and then I, I got a hold of you. Remember we had that meeting, that coffee meeting. At, I think it was the Cafe Del Mundo. Yeah, back before Black Cup was Black Cup, and it was just Cafe Del Mundo. Right, and then I kind of t- pitched myself to you, and you uh, you were like, "Yeah, you know, I'll think about it." And then I guess you called me a couple days later, and you're like, "I'll, I'll do it." <laughs> so so to tell the story, didn't you ask somebody? What, well, <laughs> yeah, I had I had originally. Uh, you had a lot of a lot of baggage going on at the time because of Speedogate. Speedogate was still kind of fresh at that point. And you're kind of a loud person, uh, and some might call abrasive, but you've become one of my uh, really good friends you know, from that period to now. But uh, the first time you meet people, sometimes that, uh, that abrasive nature comes out. And I met you and talked with you, and then I went and talked with, um, talked with somebody else who I said, well, I don't think I can work with this guy. 
Like, I just don't think I could do it. They said, well, is he going to lose? I was like, yep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Said, oh, yeah. Is your reputation going to be hurt working on a campaign that everyone knows that they're going to lose? And I'm like, nope. All right. Well, then you should take his money. I was like, cool. All right. <laughs> I didn't, know, I didn't know about that until much later. Oh, we started working thank, together. Thank it was great because we, because I knew we were going to lose. We had the most creative uh, creativity possible. But we did win, we did win the social media campaign. Oh, I don't think anyone anyone <laughs> had as big of a an audience or of a, like the ability to actually touch out organically than your campaign did. So we started working together, doing video stuff and, and campaign stuff, and then at one point. This is when I was first starting on with with video too. Yeah, you just your first video we did was the uh, me coming out of the lake, Campbell yeah, Lake. Yeah, that was for you. And I had done my first video with me Treadwell, and then I had done a few videos for Amy, and then really it was like really video intensive on your campaign. So during this, you started to we started to get some graphic work done, and these really great graphics came in for Facebook and for the website and, and the branding and for the mailers and mailers were later, but basically basically for all the for all the branding. And I go, damn, where you? I said, are you doing this? And you go, no, I have a graphics guy. It was it was for months. It was this quote, quote unquote graphics guy, and I'm like, who the fuck is the graphics guy? And I guess you were keep. I mean, it's pretty common in business. You have a good connection to something, you kind of keep. Like I do that too. You keep keep that to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because then somebody's gonna you know scoop him. Yeah. Eventually, somehow, I was like, I want to meet this guy because then I found out you were like buddies with him. Yeah, I mean, I I wasn't even a good consultant. I wasn't like taking a percentage of the money. Like I was just like, no, you don't get to meet him, Paxson. There was a fire. <laughs> so, so you you knew, but you do a lot of campaign work, right, Paxson, for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've done a lot of campaigns before. So, Kale came to me and said, "Hey, I'm working on this race, and it's uh, it's a, it's a little it's a little weird. It's a little <laughs> different from uh, kind of normal race." And I was like, "Ah, oh, you know, that sounds that sounds fun." Um, so normally my tasks, uh, when I'm working on political mailers and stuff usually it's like you know cut the candidate out and put them in front of denali and and on this one it was like make an illustration of the candidate's face put it back on the tail of an airplane and then put the candidate in the window of the airplane <laughs> looking out smiling um with no other people visible on the airplane and put juno's worst nightmare on the p- it was like what I, what this is really i mean yeah that was, that was the alaska sweet. airlines mailer we did with, 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 before that you had done my face as a, a vectorized image on our big signs yeah and and people it was actually reddit somebody saw it and said i didn't realize dj Khaled <laughs> was running for senate in alaska yeah i mean we did a whole sign series with uh different slogans on these signs and the slogans were um a little what jeff would now call loose high energy kind of, yeah um, Juno's worst nightmare was yeah, one of them make alaska great again Ooh, that one didn't ages so, I still have those signs. evenly so, so we start working together. Um, we're having a great time. It's a fun campaign. Uh, Craig Johnson gets in last. Liesl didn't run. She actually filed. She filed for a moment and then brought herself out. And then now Senator Von Imhoff got involved and she raised a little bit of money. Did, did she break records? I believe she raised the most ever. She yeah, raised it was, a lot of money. It was almost a quarter million dollars. Wow. We were at a hard 40. Real impressive. <laughs> so she, uh, we lose. I lose. And then... We kind of go on, and then I'm working. We're all stay friends. And then about a year later, I end up going to Australia for a year. But because of the relationship, Paxson built the – I had the, my travel blog. Paxson built the website, and then I'd be talking to you in Australia a lot about little videos I was making. Yeah. The, the, remember the Sydney rally? Well, we sent you off to Australia, and you had a GoPro and a dream. And not many videos came from that, but there was the start of it. You ended up getting, doing a lot more uh, Facebook Live 
which was was really good at the time. They yeah, were doing a lot from there, which was really you know sometimes fun to watch. I, I, I'm not the edit. I don't have the editing ability, but I did do a few GoPro interviews of some of those r- political rallies and the. Yeah, yeah. I was there when Trump got inaugurated, mm-hmm. and there was the women's march in Sydney, which was yeah. very loose. It was like a standoff at one point between the two sides in the middle of Sydney. Anyway, so I come back and oh, I, I actually want to add something here. Um, you were doing because uh, I set up your travel blog, and it was just kind of a. I thought it was just like a fun little, um, you know, vi- I'm going to put up my vacation photos, put up, you know, story about a funny conversation I had with another backpacker type what of thing. What was the site? JeffLansfield.com. Jeff Lansfield, yeah. yeah. Which, by the um, way, has, has since fucking crashed. Well, it's, 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 been, <laughs> it's been retired. <laughs> um, this is a precursor to the landmine, though. It, it kind of was. Yeah. No, so, so what I was going to say is you did that story about backpackers in Australia misusing the visa program, and it blew up, and it got all this attention and got tons of shares and just tons and tons of comments. And I think in a weird way, I mean, it was kind of a precursor to what you do with landmine now. Well, yeah, because I, I, I originally kind of was doing what you were saying, you know, fun adventures, meeting people kind of stories. But then um, I met I met this um, where I was staying in Sydney. I met this uh, this girl girl in the coffee shop, and I just was chatting with her, and she was real cute. And I asked her what she did, and she's like, "Oh, I'm a sex worker." And I was like, "What?" Like just very casual. In, in Australia, most of Australia prostitution is legal. So she basically uh, I met with her, and she talked to me about the whole thing, and I wrote an article about that. When I introduce Which, myself that way, people rarely are as interested. <laughs> yeah. it sounds like I'm a are. sex worker. Yeah, like, hey, my name is Kel, you know, a sex worker. People very rarely want the follow-up. They, 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 you, <laughs> don't get so the, you don't get the interview. Yeah, no, not not in the same way. So, so yeah, but then there was the backpacker hmm. one where, because I was on this backpacker visa. <laughs> can, can we start over? <laughs> <laughs> can we start the podcast over? <laughs> Kale, Kale, sex worker. <laughs> it's glorious. Derailed it a little bit. So so there was the backpacker one, which, which you're right. It got a, mm-hmm. a, a ton of traction in Australia. Because of the t- the topic and all these backpackers, and they're basically they were cheating the system. They were lying about their work on the farms to get their extra visa, or they were paying people off to give them the t- you know the say they did the three months of work. Yeah. Um, but well, then I mean, I, it, was, it was a good piece of just citizen journalism. And I call I called the yeah. uh, people in Parliament, you know, and asked government and asked them about it, and because because the other stuff that's been covered on that topic in Australia is the other side where there's abuse by the farmers, where mm-hmm. they where they won't pay people or they pay them less than they should. But this is the other, and this is like attacked pretty hard by by backpacker people who were either like one pissed off that they got they were going to get caught or or two they were like don't 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 like there's a good thing we got going here so don't don't fuck it up mm-hmm. got some got some really nice facebook messages yeah i'm sure you did one was kind of threatening so i come back and i've been thinking about doing the travel the land you know alaska blog for a while when did you get back uh octo- like, early october 2017 it like just hit fall because we announced your Michael a little more, buddy. There you go. Because it announced we announced your arrival uh, and turning an arm. Yeah, so it was October, and then I was in the coffee shop with Paxson, and I said, "I want to do this." I had kind of done some stuff on Facebook a little bit, but you know about some stuff happening because I knew a lot of people in politics, and I, you know, getting tips and hearing about you. You guys are in politics; you hear stuff all the time, it never gets reported. Mm-hmm. Frustrating. So I'm with Paxson, and I'm like, "What do we call this?" First of all, I said, "Can you build the website?" He goes, "Yeah," and I go, "What are, what are we going to call this thing?" Then there was like the Landfield Report, and there was a ledger. There was all these different like Landfield. But then I went to Facebook, and remember that, Paxson? Yeah. Yeah. I, I said, well, I'm going to start a political blog. What do you guys think I should call it? And there was like all these comments. And then I got to figure out who it is. I, I got to remember his name. But somebody said, fucking Landmine. You crowdsourced it. And I, oh, yeah. And I go, yeah. that's it. That's the name. Didn't even th- wouldn't even have thought of that. Yeah. So we get the domain. Paxson builds out the site. 
uh, and then you and I go to turn again. We made that little funny video, which is now well, gone because it's. Well, we first. Wait, what do you mean it's gone? Oh, we just. It, took it, it off used to be on the website, side. on the front page of the website. Oh yeah, yeah. So because at first it was kind of just started off about me, but we, we could talk about how it's grown so much in the last. Yeah. Two years. Well, I mean, yeah, we first did a video of you over and you're turning an arm, and then for the landmine introduction video, we drove out um, over to, closer to the Matanuska Glacier. Oh, you're talking about when I, when I got back from Australia. Yeah, yeah. So we, first we had a video where you had the, the Australia cowboy hat, you know. And you had that fucking Dundee. drone from way out in the in the inlet. Yeah, and, flying above the sea. And I remember all these people from Australia that I had met uh, traveling were messaging me and like, or commenting like, you have like a production team? Like what the fuck? Because <laughs> it was a crazy video. I mean, you, you were like, yeah, that really nice drone, and I'm basically because we did the we did the I'm leaving. Remember the yeah, speedo, yeah. the speedo, the the mankini on top of flat top. Everyone should remember that. Remember that ranger yeah, guy? Not, th that should be like linked. Remember that ranger guy? Oh yeah. It was like minus fucking twenty packs, and I'm wearing this mankini. Mm. It was cold, baby. Yeah, like what was that? Like a fur jacket. I mean, and you don't have mankini. to make any excuses. Yeah, it's and it was it was, it was cold. Yeah. 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 You I got shrinkage. done flying the drone, <laughs> and then right after we were done, the ranger comes up. He's like, "Oh, were you just flying that? You're not allowed to do that here," which is an entirely different, you know, debate whether or not you can fly drones in the Chugach legally. However, we got out in time, and then when you you basically left, we made a video. You came back, we made a video, and then we made the next video that was the introduction to the landmine. And that was um, basically saying that we're doing this. We're you know, good, the bad, and the ugly. We're gonna. The Sunday column was kind of where it started. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of just, man, it's been two years. It's really, I was just driving over here and somebody called me and there's an article on CNN. It's like their top article about uh, Anwar, you know, the vote, vote in Congress yesterday, yeah. you know? So in this article is the landmine twi tweet with Dan Sullivan hmm. talking to Trump on the telephone. It's like, it's like in CNN's article yeah, right now. And people are texting me and saying, oh my God, you're fucking your landmine tweets in CNN yeah. on this article about, about Trump and Anwar. That's pretty wild. You think about it. I mean, we started off with just a Sunday thing, and now we're here with. I mean, look at the the crazy amount of people we reach every. What do you what do you, what do you guys think it was going to become? Um, I had no idea. Well, I, I, <laughs> I think yeah. I think like a lot of other things that people talk about, especially in the world of politics. You know, so many hypotheticals and so many different think tanks, and people want to talk about this idea and that idea. Um, you know, you always kind of take everything with, with a grain of salt. And you say, oh, I'm not sure. I guess we'll see if it happens. But you just put, you know, you were consistent. I think that was the biggest thing is you consistently had rumors and gossip on Sunday for people. So they kept coming back. And I think at first people kind of looked at it as, as a little bit of a joke. And then they started saying, oh, there's some validity to this. And now I don't think anyone, you know, doubts that landmine has an audience well there was the first kind of story almost right after i started it was actually it was part of the first it was part of the first sunday column the the david wilson senator david wilson stuff and and juno with the uh you know the whole incident with that staffer that blew up that, that actually blew up pretty pretty big i think that's mm -hmm. probably what kind of launched the landmine and that was that was part of the first the first column was october 22nd i mean paxton you built that site within like i mean i think a week it was built out yeah, I mean, it was pretty boilerplate, like pretty simple WordPress work for me. I think I just kind of cranked this thing out. It was like, you know, Jeff wants to do this news blog thing. Was, you know, it's pretty off the shelf when we created it, and it's got it's since gotten a lot more sophisticated as a as a site. Um, but yeah, did, it was we, pretty we, simple. We just we did that re the redesign, which yeah, I mean, looks great. Yeah, but even before that, we've I mean, we've incrementally been working on that site for two years so, so at, fir at first landmine was i was kind of the face of it and i was the only one doing it writing stuff and it was here and there i had a job and you guys weren't really 
associated with it. Nobody was publicly on the website because it was just kind of me. And then since then, now, now it's now we have our about page with you guys and uh, the Stalker column and other a few other people that help out. I mean, we have a lot of folks in the community that. You know, we've done the election. How about the election? Remember the election central? Yeah, I think that was a really big turning point for Landmine when um, ADN uh, kind of stuck their neck out a little bit and was willing to partner with Landmine to run two election centrals in a row. Yeah. Um, we did two, right? Or did we well, do so we did the, three? I mean, well, we did. We did the the we did the way before that. We did the uh, local for the um, yeah, assembly races yeah, yeah, municipal, yeah. but that was like. That was kind of real small we, turnout. We got the we got the gear right. Yeah. So that's when we first got the gear. Uh, to live stream, but it was a small turnout. But then later the year, there was the um, there was a primary. ADN agreed to partner, which was like big for it was crazy. We went to the Denina, and it, it went pretty well. That was remember when Mead, Mead supporters remember the Mead meltdown, and Mead yeah. supporters were yelling at me, and the guy was telling me to go fuck myself. And that was a little bit intense. Yeah, was, there, uh, there's a lot of emotion going idiot, on. Idiot! 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 There's a lot yeah. of emotion that happens during primaries and a lot that happens during generals i think a lot more comes out during primaries i, I, I think one of the, my best parts uh for the pr- for pr- primary especially um was with sabrina and tom uh on the panel sabrina combs and tom um oh my god what's the guy's last hewitt. name he, uh, yeah hewitt from adn and we were we were taking breaks we had this software we got and paxton had kind of learned to use the software from a friend we got this streaming equipment we had you, you had your video cameras we had micro we had all this different stuff going on we took a break and we had this little graphic saying we'll be right back and we've been gone for four or five three or four minutes and something's come, news is coming in and results and we're like what's going on and Paxson's by the bar just slamming beers <laughs> I, was not, I had two beers all night but it became a running joke it's like it's like our crew's just getting hammered <laughs> Sabrina, Sabrina's, yeah Sabrina just kept kept that uh, joke alive it was pretty good but th- so it was such a good it was such a hit the primary we did the general and that, that, I mean, the primary was fun, but the general was like, the I think general was, was a, a real event. There was a thousand yeah. people there. Yeah, it was a real event. I mean, it was really just the two parties going on during the general. It was the Republican Party and then, you know, the one that we threw. And we had something nobody mm-hmm. else had. We had the toilet. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Give away the toilet and the chainsaw. I feel like you I need to explain the, the toilet deal. thing. So, so, <laughs> with no context, that sounds weird. So that we had the toilet as if the Republican <laughs> event had no toilet. <laughs> yeah, you so, can only stay at the Republican event so, for so long. I'm sure they you... had a few toilets over there as well. Yeah. Just maybe not one that was. Jared, go ahead, Jeff. So, so I basically went to Facebook and said, we're doing this event. We want to give it. We want to give prizes away. If you have a prize or a business or something you want to donate, um, let us let us you know let us know, and we'll be happy to do that. And just somebody, my friend from um, Rebath, was like, "I have a toilet." And I was like, "What the f- what the fuck?" And then I thought I thought about it. I go, "How much a toilet costs, right?" And it was installed. So so not only did they with installation, not only did they give the toilet, they brought it to the election central, and it was it was sitting right by the entrance of the of the Egan Center. And we did a thing where if you sat on it and took a selfie and and did what was it landmine. Um, Election Central to- hashtag Election Central toilet. Yeah, yeah. Then we give you an extra. And actually, I think everybody got extra tickets. I don't even think we were really policing the tickets. But we also had GCI give two iPads and an Apple Watch to give away. And it was funny because everybody wanted the toilet. <laughs> You'd think the iP- the iPad would be the hotter item. I mean, a lot of people need need uh, toilets replaced. The, the one thing about this toilet was was great. Was it had a very wide like front part. You know. As a, as a man, you sit down. Sometimes it's got like a. This is l- getting kind of weird. Can we start over? No, we're not starting. 
you, you, you know how like the the oh he's, not, he's the, not done with this yet. What's a, the opening right? If it's really if it's really narrow, you sit yeah. down in your 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 special you know situation, touchy. This is a very wide. You're not like, supposed what, to rest that stuff on that. What you know how to use a? To- I'm really confused. Can we start? I, <laughs> I know how to use a toilet. I'm saying if, if it's if it's like a really narrow toilet, you sit down. And it's there's not enough, not a lot of space for the the member. This one had a very wide. Wait, I, I elongated. I thought you sat the opposite way. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to sit. Are you are you hugging the? Uh, I thought you were supposed to. You know, you could set your papers up there. Yeah, and you, you can you use could the just, tank like, as read. a little table. Yeah, I, 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 I guess you could do that. I mean, so I mean, if anything, that just gives me more room in the back. Correct. Not, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. It's a great point. Anyway, Joe. it was uh, pretty pretty fun to see people getting tickets for the toilet giveaway and actually just sitting on the toilet and kind of trying it out and. And imagining that they were pooping with everyone around. Yeah. Definitely that. very, very landmine. Very landmine. Yeah. So oh, and then what, what else did you have there? You had a, a DVD? A couple oh, of DVDs? We, we, had, we had some uh, some some DVDs from Alaska Fast Cash. What, what, what DVDs? You had two of one of them. Uh, Prometheus. That's, that's a terrible movie. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I, I actually like Prometheus. Really? It's a good movie. Oh, yeah. It's not a good movie. I enjoyed it. It's an alien um, prequel, I think. It's a prequel yeah. to like the alien it's, movies. It's like a, a, what is it? Ridley Scott. Yeah, I prequel. loved it. It's not it's a good not movie. A, it's a bad yeah, Michael movie. Fassbender. It's objectively it does, bad. Like you're you're like he, saying a name, but it doesn't discount. He's the, the uh, cyborg, right? Cyborg. Yeah, that doesn't make it a good. He, an movie. android. He was an android. Android. What's yeah. the difference? Uh, one of them has like human parts, and one of them is like uh, just totally fabricated. But both androids and cyborgs can be in bad movies. So it's, oh like, yeah, well, which one is which? So a cyborg is where if my arm gets chopped off, and then I put like a Terminator arm, I think I'm a cyborg. Oh man, we really need an android. Work. I think is like a is a totally it's a humanoid, robot, right? Yeah, but it looks it's like a human human robot. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of robots, I'm I'm kind of getting a little scared of these fucking robots. These like, have you seen these videos of these robots? Wait, so, which which like ro- these, are these, you these, robots? These, are, these, are you saying robots? Are you saying robots? Robot, robot. It's robot. Robots. You keep saying robots. What's the other word I say? You guys get mad at me about. Is there another word? Another word. This is I... this is the first time that like, oh that's <laughs> wrong. It's very very. Wrong. Anyways, these AI things. Have you seen some of the? Th- I don't know if it's a setup or what, but some of this shit they say. Like, oh. what, what, do you, what do you want to do? Like, I want to like make sure humans don't destroy each other. I will do whatever I have well, you to know, do. You know the the Google AI they had to bring off for online for a oh, while the, because they had it the they, teenager one. The te- well, they yeah. had it crawling over Reddit and yeah. observing the language, and the AI became really racist, and so they they shut it down. I don't know. I mean, I think we they, we have enough movies, Terminator and. All these fucking movies about this stuff, and we're, but we're doing it anyways. It's the only way to usher into the next, you know, next part of our, our like that. That what's after of humankind? I, I just watched a new Bill Burr on I, Netflix I, last I, night. I don't understand how we went from talking about the toilet to talking about robots. I don't know. We just it's, it sounds actually like a pretty natural progression from toilets to robots. <laughs> That's one thing. Robots don't need toilets. <laughs> Robust butts need toilets. Potentially, I, I watched a new Bill Burr on Netflix last night. And he was talking oh, about how new. The, it just came out. Oh, awesome. Really good. They yeah. were talking about the sex robots. What about the sex <laughs> robots? It was kind of making a thing about how back in the day people had to like buy a sex doll and it was like it was shameful to walk in there and buy it and be like this isn't for me and but 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 now with these new he's basically saying it's going to really change uh how folks get down. Are you going to get one? A sex robot? Yeah. Probably not. Are you still are you still saying robot? He's still saying robot. Robot what? Robot. Se- actually that actually makes more they might be called robots if they're sex Robots. Oh, because the mm-hmm. um, yeah, because the butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, here we are. Let's go back to let's, <laughs> let's go back to landmine, or we can go down this path. I have no issue with it. I think it seems like you have a little issue with it. I'd be happy to go down this path. Can we go down this path? <laughs> I mean, we go back. Where we can go path back. Path it's okay, Jeff. I, you're trying to 
herd the cats in one direction, we're happy to comply. Uh huh. Please be my robot. <laughs> I'm not going to nope. be your robot. Nope. Hard, hard no. Not my sex robot, just my... It, it sounds... A, a robot sounds kind of like a sex robot. Well, how do you guys say it? Robot. B-O-T-bot. Robot. Robot. Not robot. No, it's not robot. It's robot. Why do you guys police my language? I don't. So, okay, we're about coming up on two years on Landmine Packs, and you sent out a graphic, an email recently, because you kind of run run the analytics... We've had since yeah. inception almost 1.5 million page views. Yep, that's true. Jeez. That is that is incredible, but that's true. Um, the landmine analytics are just just as a web developer, I just think the landmine analytics are kind of a beautiful and scary thing. It's a nice um, curve on the line. It, it started so low. I mean, a, a successful story in the beginning would get a few hundred page views, and now, I mean, landmine's hitting uh, 200,000 page views a month. Um, that's not going to impress people who run, you know, CNN.com or something, but for a little blog that's having extremely steady upward growth, um, it's doing incredibly well. I thought things would really taper off after the election too, since landmine is geared around political coverage, but it just kept growing. It's like kind of scary. Yeah, you sent the like, picture of that. Why uh, is it growing? It, but it just that keeps curve, getting that, that curve of, uh, over time yeah. and how it just kind of shut, just keeps going up. Yeah. It's just extremely steady progression. I think the upward. Juno stuff helped a lot you being, being in June. And you guys both came there yeah. separately yeah mm-hmm. kale we did the uh fairy story it was it was kind of a, a hard story to do i mean I, I so i had worked with ktva for about eight months and i was down in juno and the amount of resistance that i felt like you were experiencing being jeff from the landmine versus the you know other you know maybe more seemingly credible on face value news sites or news organizations like when i was with ktva you know, there was absolutely zero problem with getting interviews. Well, well, well when you, we did the story, Paxson, remember last year, was at you were uh, Kincaid, and you said there's, you know, 20 cop cars here. Yeah. So Kale yeah. and I roll over there in, in the Subaru, where I'm wearing like a track suit, and we see this car that was like all fucked up, and the the wheel came off. We go up yeah, to the... There, were, there was a, a really nice, relatively new Subaru Forester, or Outback, or, you know, they all kind of look the same after 2016, but anyway, it had been totally... Um, Joyrided or vandalized. The, or I mean, the wheel had totally it? been been uh, yeah. snapped off the axle. We go yeah. up there. The cops wouldn't talk to us. Pretty much told us to leave. We go back down. The car's still there, but the, the owner had been had shown up at that point. Yeah, yeah. And she gave us a story. Someone had joyrided the car, and then the the owner eventually heard about it and found their car and went over to it. So that she gave us a story. We interviewed her. Went back, and um, the cops wouldn't talk to us. We didn't even know this till later. But that was the big operation, Midnight Sun. That joint federal state effort we didn't know that so well, there's a helicopter there and everything i think they rented that helicopter just for that operation to show a show of force yeah and the, mm-hmm. so the lady told us the kids ran into the ran into the uh park and that's what we thought was going on and then they basically said they were going to fucking arrest us so we didn't well, leave we, we went over so we talked we basically drove by the cops once went back over to the woman and then went back over to the parking lot and the cops said the park is closed and we said we're we're here doing a news story and they threatened to arrest us keep in mind i was wearing track suit it didn't, it didn't look legitimate by any. But but you, any your news. comment was if if you were with KTVA if you roll up in the news truck with the with the logo and the jacket, I, I got a little they're, bit they're, triggered. They're, they're going to talk to you. I got a little bit triggered. You know, when I was working with KTVA, I think what was kind of a surreal experience when I drove around Juno in the KTVA vehicle with the KTVA uh, jacket, I felt like for the first time cops acted like I act around them. Like news is legitimately the force that helps keep. Mm-hmm. Things like that in check, you know, being able to shine a light on those things. And so cops 
or a little bit avoidant with a news rig. But when we were trying to cover without the legitimate um, banner, you know, some you know CBS or whatever affiliate, suddenly they could just treat us like, yeah. like terribly. Speaking of that, Paxson, we got to get those uh, lanyards made up because yeah, we, we've yeah, we've yeah. run into this at the uh, homeless standoff a mm-hmm. month ago when we were there, and there was KTVA with their camera and nobody kind of. But at first, we had to. Some of the cops recognized us from the video, the homeless video. Yeah, we made. But yeah, no, be, yes. be, being being more recognized, it's it's pretty incredible what you can do as media. You, you can just walk in anywhere because ultimately the First Amendment right to be able to tell people what's going on is so well protected and, and, and in this ain't, country. Ain't nobody want to get put on full blast. No, and I mean, and, and, and in fact, we, we were made, pretty we were pretty close to getting arrested. I, I think I think, I think like, we should have got arrested because I, that, that would have like opened the the door for. Who's considered media? I think had you let me stay there and had you not ushered me away, we probably well, because because you kind of went full kale roll where you said like if we were KTV or KTU, you you, you would tell the same thing. Uh, yes, no, you wouldn't. Yeah, Don't I lied to me. those. Of course, the, no. But yeah, I mean, you got to see it from their perspective too. Like two guys roll up with no identification, no, um, you know, they're not recognizable. At, at least at that point, nobody would have really recognized you. Um, and I mean, they have an obligation to kind of protect public safety yeah, and security. It, like I, I can see that from their perspective too that, that's why i said um, you know we're not marked we're, i'm wearing a track suit i mean i could see from it's there. not it's not a good look on face value we, we need to get that i'm not saying we, you i'm we saying need, us we need to get as a unit we need to get matching landmine track suits or something yeah and maybe some like matt car like, magnets like our uh, coveralls i was gonna say the coveralls are but, but, kind of yeah. matching well, what's but, funny what was funny the coveralls are good we, we haven't worn those for a while we gotta yeah. do a coverall event yeah but that week i made the apd the loose unit and because of how they treated us, and it was kind of funny, but but APD did not think it was funny, and I got contacted, and it was like, what the fuck happened? And I said, well, this is what happened, and uh, no one wants to be put on full blast. That's a cool thing about landmine is if somebody, I, I'm a, I call myself a counter puncher. I don't needlessly attack folks, you know, unless unless they come at me. It's the same thing Trump says. I'm a counter puncher. He's a counter puncher. The loose unit thing. That was yeah. That one did, was how good. Did, how did uh? How did that come up? Because that's become such a landmine fixture. Be- because, a staple. Because yeah. in Australia, that's a term, you know, that I people use a lot. So when all that David Wilson stuff was going on, I was talking to a lobbyist and I said, I said, ah, this guy is a loose unit. And he goes, what's that? He goes, I think I might know. It, it sounds like if you don't know what it means. You kind of just know what it means when you hear it. But yeah. but he's like, yeah, you, should, you should you should call him a loose unit. And then I said, holy shit, what if we did one of these every week? Yeah, and that's when it started. And at first, I was concerned there was not going to be enough material for that. And and what I've learned is is usually the problem is who to pick. So, wasn't there another news organization in town that tried to uh, take loose unit from the landmine, which had oh, been the, very clearly started by the landmine? The, and your experience in going to Australia, the Anchorage Press, and, and and Paxson has a different view on this, but the Anchorage Press did a a weekly this week's a weekly loose unit article. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And Paxson thought it was uh, what do you say? Imitation? Well, you, you were literally in the article, so I think it was a joke about you specifically. They weren't trying to steal a term and just apply it to something. But they were else. Atta- they were attacking me. Yeah, yeah. You don't get along with Matt Hickman, do you? I do not. No, because yeah. they tried to do the Prometheus. They tried. To, they were going to pitch the Prometheus cr- nonsense before the election about Dunleavy. Mm-hmm. So I, I I jumped the gun and said how stupid they are. And then he comes out and says, "I broke the story." <laughs> The story was actually like, about them wanting to break that story. So yeah, you didn't story, actually break that as a story. I mean, except to the extent that the press was the story. The story was how fucking stupid these people silly. are for trying to put out the story. 
but but then I was credited with breaking the story. What the fuck? I mean, you were credited by Matt Hickman. I mean, has he done many like any more political reporting since then? I don't really. Sometimes I mean, Dermot Cole writes for the press sometimes, and there's some. But no, generally no. There's not like they print other people's stuff. Or I mean, he, yeah. he remember he said Begich was gonna not gonna run, and then he said, "Oh, oh no, he, I remember he, he, that was really it. funny." He goes, "Begich is dropping out of the race." Oh, oh never yeah. mind. He's not, but he teased it, so it's his, it was, it's his he fault. He was so excited to get the news out early, he ended up taking the bait that Baggage wasn't running when Baggage was making a clear play at running. Yeah, he, he's yeah. done several bizarre things over the last couple of years. The press used to be awesome. I don't know. The press has kind of changed yeah, a lot. Yeah, when I was in high school, man, we always really, really looked forward to grabbing the press and bringing it home and reading, you know, Savage Love and all yeah. the other. There's some actually really good reporting in that. Um in the press kind of back in the day. Well, years ago, remember like supposed to be five or six years ago, they did the the whole expose or the whole thing on the Bush company. Remember that one? No. Oh, it was great. It was like, it was inside. It was just the whole history of it. And they talked to the longtime manager and some of the dancers. And it was just a really good, it was long. It was probably four, four or 5,000 words. Wow. So anyways, we got, we got coming up on two years on landmine. What are you, what are you next year? When is, gonna, is two years? October. Wow. Yeah. Next year is going to be nuts because we're going to have uh, 50 legislative elections, a U.S. Senate election. 50? 40 in the House and 10 in the Senate. The whole House. Yeah, yeah. Half the Senate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and then you're going to have some ballot initiatives, maybe the oil tax thing, maybe the election one, potentially this recall. I mean, Is it is it 50? I thought it was 51. No, it's 40, the whole House, and then half the Senate. What about the birch seat? Um... That's a good point. You're right. That that'll be a special election. That'll that'll be on the ballot. So that'll be a special election. Because yeah, he, so he he wouldn't have been up. You're right. It is fifty one. So fifty one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Because hmm. cause, so it's it's more than it usually would be by one so far. Yeah, and then there's also the redistricting, which will start next year, and that'll be for 2022. Yeah. So all the districts are gonna some will change a little bit, some will change a lot. Because we dealt with that when I ran in 2012. There was redistricting, and that was were you guys involved much back then or no? No. So back then, well, in, they, in redistricting, no. Back, back then, there was the uh, they all these people like Southeast Fairbanks sued, and then the map wasn't even clear. Like up until the close to the election, the map wasn't clear because there was all these lawsuits. So they ended up changing it a little bit, and it impacted the next race. So hopefully this year they don't they get a little more they don't get so loose. There's been there's been a lot of stuff lately about um, redistricting. So I'll I'll be interested to see how that one kind of plays out. So, and then, Kale, you're, you're looking to do a little, your own little adventure coming up here, huh? Yeah, yeah. I've been gearing up for a few years, actually, ever really since I started doing video work to be able to do uh, my own idea, which is Wild Explored. So there's a website that, just like yours, Paxson helped me start. This is the, 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 the big three right here. Yeah. What would you call this? The uh, tri- tram, triumvirate? Triumvirate. Is that a word? Uh, yes, yeah, it's a word. So, yeah, Paxson helped me design uh, wildexplored.com, and I've been gearing up and uh, have an RV and getting ready to travel around. Your RV is painted lovely. Thank you. Yeah, uh, that was Sarah Glasser, and she did just a fantastic job. And actually, Paxson did the back. He did a little touch-up. No, he, like, he, like, painted the back, because Sarah had to get ready to go back to work, and she just didn't have time to finish the back, and so Paxson did it. So it's Wild Explored. Yeah, Wild Explored. I think it should be Wild Explorer, because you're the Wild Explorer. But the wild has been explored been when explored. you watch the show. So basically, you're going to go around the country in this RV, and you're going to film different parks or... Hikes whatever. and outdoor activities and podcasts with people the same way that we're doing here, talking about things like how to properly use bear mace. 
Um, I think I think we should do the land. I think we should do landfill gets bear maced. <laughs> and we have like four GoPros set up, and we just we just have somebody unload a canister. On so me. this is kind of interesting, you know. I know that there was a really big bear macing incident that happened at Choku Charlie's that was detailed out by Tucker Max, um, where he had someone where he basically sprayed someone on their testicles with Ooh. bear mace in the outside area, open like over the pants or like 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 open testicles. No, no, open testicles. Oh my god! Yeah, and so the actually the entire bar cleared out like that oh. entire outside area. Uh, so this has been done before. There's definitely some precedent. If we if we have somebody where would you unload, want to be bear mace? Uh, just outside somewhere like I mean, that, but like like arms <laughs> on oh, the face. Face. You want you should, face? You should probably wear like some swim goggles or something. One hundred percent. Maybe um, some goggles. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, p- p- people get maced, right? They clear up. Bear mace is real rough. It's going to clear up. It's just going to be real bad so, for a long time. I think we should so do weird, where I, I wear the gu- enough, bear mace is actually a lot less potent than pepper spray used for people. Really? It's just yeah, it's something like ten to thirty times less strong than the little uh, mace you might get on a keychain or something, but there's just way, way, way more of it. So that, uh, that's the thing with bear mace. There's, it's, it's a quantity It's a projectile. Thing. So if we yeah. do this, it's I'm going to... If we do this, I want to have three just or four cameras set up. GoPros and, and, a, and you, maybe you having... But you know, also, I, I mean, want to... The, the thing that's scary about that is I'm... Bear mace is so volatile that even having my cameras near, I'm worried about it because then I could touch my camera and get itchy. <laughs> yeah. We got to figure that, that out. But we have to do it where... No matter what I do, after the cat has been unleashed, you cannot help me for thirty seconds. I don't. Can then, can we even do this legally? Yeah, this is a landmine fundraiser. Hold on, but like, is yeah. no, it's is a fundraiser, there, so it's legal. Yeah, it's like come on. There's certain things you just can't do legally, and I I don't have the knowledge to know whether or not we're able to do this. I mean, like, you can't just have like. I mean, you can't whip somebody, but if you're like a weird sexual thing, they want to get whipped. That's okay. Yeah. So this is, is this a weird back, sexual thing? Are we circling back to the? Sex I'm just saying, robots? there's like bondage stuff. That's not like you can't just put somebody in bondage, but is if they want the bear to be. Mace a weird sexual thing. No, but I'm saying because like, so, I'm not doing that as a fundraiser. This is not what I want to be involved in. If it's going to get you up, I'm saying it's illegal. Also, should, in that case, shouldn't you be the one I'm paying saying, us? I'm saying it's illegal to mace someone, right? Unless they yeah. say mace me. Yeah. It's, it's legal to whip someone unless they say whip me. You you can't have someone say shoot me in the head and then it's legal. Okay, well I guess we're dro- okay. That's creating like fucking damage. So is bear mace It'll, to a certain extent. Temporary. Eh. Shooting somebody in the head will kill them. You that's could have murder. an allergic reaction and die. And well, then, then the I'll, 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 I'll do this the video disclosure. This is this is no. It has, to, it has to be more than a video disclosure. It has talk, to be notarized. It has to be like a signed talk, thing. Talk to, to Landmine Council. Yeah, you're going yeah, to talk, talk to Lee Baxter lawyer. about that. Yeah, yeah love to give us None of us are in the position to weigh whether or not you can get sprayed in the face with bear mace legally. Especially if it's a sexual thing. Especially. It's not a sexual thing. I think that would be a viral video. Sounds kind of like a sexual on, thing. On yeah, it kind of sounds, sounds a little weird. Can we start over? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, guys, this has been a great podcast. I've uh, enjoyed it. we got to do more of these. I want to like, do one with Paxson about... Uh, Winter Bear, which is not a gay thing. That's, that's oh, your website. Geez. Give give Winter Bear a pl- plug. Sounds like a sexual no, thing. Give, give, Winter is not a, a sexual thing. Give it give a it plug. plug. <laughs> Go ahead. Talk, talk about Winter Bear. Really plug need to start over. Um, so one of my main uh, personal projects is my website, winterbear.com. Um, and it's a uh, – I share uh, trip reports, um, gear reviews, uh, videos, uh write-ups and uh, instructions and other media related to uh, hiking and backpacking and pack rafting around Alaska. You just did the uh, new map of Bomber Traverse, right? Yeah, so I did a, a map of the Bomber Traverse area in the Talkeetnas. Um, it was a relatively unmapped or insufficiently mapped area, so I made a map um, 
uh, worked with the mountaineering community and made a map and that was uh that's been a really fun project it also shows glacial recession in the talkeetnas which is a pretty unique thing for a trail map to do so you can see all the trails and huts and everything but you can also see how all the glaciers have receded in the last 30 years so you, you just went out to the uh, mccandless bus right yeah just last weekend uh went with some friends we hiked in on saturday um my brother and i slept in the bus uh, super sure i couldn't be there yeah, Kale was supposed to come, and then he didn't come. Um, I was going to come, too, and tell, tell the folks what you told me when I when I said I want to go. Just just, I, just tell them. It's I okay. just think I said, like... Just tell them. It's kind of an ambitious hike, man. It's just, just, tell, just, it's just, just 17 just tell miles, and, like, you're... Just tell me you're said. Day. You're kind of a... Just tell me you said. It's just okay. Well, I, I actually don't remember what I said. I mean, if, if you were... Say, if, Jeff? If, if you were in that like, community, well, like, you'd be considered a, a you know... A bear. A bear. Yeah, like bear. you're just a little bigger... He, he basically said, well, um, it's a little bit long, I think, for you in our pace. Love to go with you sometime, but I kind of <laughs> yeah. said, that's true. Because it was mean, 17 miles in a day. It's, right? Yeah, it's an 18, 17, 18 mile hike. Um, we hiked in from the park road. It's, yeah, just a day in and then a day out. It's actually like a, a really, really cool hike. Um, you hike over the outer range of mountains in Denali National Park. You have this amazing view of the peaks. And then you hike down the Sushana Riverbed. Um, so you're hiking on a creek bed with flowing water and it's just, yeah, really unique kind of cool, cool little trip. That could be another, I think, podcast talking about the, uh, access to Denali and the permits and some of the, it's a whole different podcast we can do. Oh man. The bureaucracy in Denali national park is just an absolute nightmare. It's so, it's so dysfunctional. Yeah. We probably could talk about that that for a while. Separate packs and casts. Maybe when we talk about winter bear, we can cover that too. Love that. All right. Well, um, you guys, I'm glad you, uh, we're here to do this and we should do some more. I, uh, I think the landmine wouldn't be possible without you guys for 100 percent and we have allison too who does the the stalker column all, all four of us but um you know kill with the video stuff and packs with the web we wouldn't have been able to do it so it's um i think we're gonna have a big big next year with all, oh, the, yeah. all the looseness that's gonna be happening around the state yes the year the year of the looseness you want to start over you want to start over <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Well, um, looking forward to doing more of these. I want to talk about Winter Bear, and then I want to talk with Kale. Oh, I want to talk about your uh, trip to uh, Mexico. Oh yeah, we your, can totally your, talk your, about your the medical sur- tourism, surgery, and the medical mafia here. Oh man, yeah. So, I'm sure. I'm so, sure I'm not going to make any favors by talking more about that. I'm sure they love me. It's another podcast. All right, All right folks. Are, uh, are you starting this over? I'm. I'm going to end it. So thank you for being here. Lo- love your hat, uh, folks. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in. If you have an idea for a podcast or want to do a podcast, get a hold of me, and uh, stay tuned for more. Landline